Hi, I'm a covert narcissist. They say narcissistic personality disorder is a lifelong mental health disorder and hard to treat, mainly because most narcissists will not acknowledge their narcissism and because even if they went to therapy, there will be a point where they will start manipulating the therapist. My story is slightly different. After a traumatic event in 2021, I've done a lot of soul searching, meditating and journaling. This helps me look back on all the times I felt hurt, reflect on it and realize that I was most of the time the one causing the pain. As usual, I'm recording this in one take to be as authentic as possible. I'm not looking for sympathy, but I'm trying to help both victims and narcissists to understand. Ready? Let's dive in. So this is the second to last episode of season one. And I already have a lot of ideas for season two. In this final episode, I will finally talk about this mysterious 2021 traumatic event, which hopefully, after knowing all the background info, will make a lot more sense to you. One key info is missing though. I've been teasing it multiple times in every episode because it's the essence of my narcissism, in my opinion. Friendship. So this is what this episode is about. As a narcissist, it's super important to me how people perceive me. More precisely, to perceive me in a certain way. I define myself through other people's perception. All my self-worth depends on the validation of other people. Let's travel back some three decades. I grew up in a small town. One kindergarten, one school. Everyone knew everybody. I had a lot of friends, because we all had the same background and interests. There was never a leader in a group, which was met naturally because once you left the house, there were always kids around who wanted to play. It all suddenly changed when I moved and went to high school in a city. Teenage years and high school are never easy for anyone. And if you're a new kid, it's even harder. I think there already it became apparent that I never learned how to make friends. Before my move, I never had to. So breaking into established circles was hard, and before I knew it, I was the weird kid, the loner. Bullying naturally came along with it. Psychological and physical bullying. My teenage years were then also the time I had my first attempts of suicide, because I just couldn't take it anymore. School was over eventually, but it sure left its mark. I've already told you in the episode, am I the victim or the villain, how I don't exactly know when or how I became a narcissist. But I think my experience in school definitely played its part. Why am I telling you this? Because once I moved abroad and moved back home, but this time to an even bigger city and learned my first jobs, I unintentionally started scheming and creating my circle of friends, or circles, to which I will come to in a moment. A friend once told me a few years ago that she thinks I choose my friends for a reason and drop them once they don't serve me on purpose anymore. I didn't know back then how right she was. All I wanted was to not be bullied anymore. I wanted people to think I am someone, someone important, someone worth being friends with. 
So I started to be a social chameleon. I was looking for people who were popular and had a good social status. A better social status than me anyway. And I would change everything about me to get their attention, to fit in, to get them to hang out with me, to spend time with me and eventually form a friendship. And indeed, once I became friends with certain people, it opened the door to people with even higher social status. So I kept climbing the ladder. I began grouping friends in different circles depending on the personality they knew of me. And those pockets of friends never met. And I pride myself of being the best friend, frequently checking in, throwing parties, surprising them with extremely thoughtful gifts. I would even go this far as to cutting my vacation short and hurrying home from abroad when a friend was feeling sad. I would write down every detail they tell me, so next time we meet, I can remember those things. I even remember the day we meet and celebrate those anniversaries. Being friends with me is being on cloud nine. It's heaven. At least, I think so. But it comes as a prize. Jealousy and low self-esteem kept me up all night. A friend could make it to my birthday. It must be because they hate me, because they're not important enough. I would do everything for them. Why can't they make me a priority? All I want is a friend who treats me the way I treat them. What then follows is self-loathing and depression and dark text messages to them in the middle of the night. And while I know that people are different and I can't hold them to the same standards, the narcissist in me is craving attention and needs recognition. I need them to tell me that I'm a good friend. More importantly, I need them to show me that I'm a good friend. I need to prove. Through my journey of self-reflection, I've lost about 95 or even 99% of my friends. Mainly those I have realized I actually have nothing in common with. And the only reason we were friends is because I kept the friendship alive throughout the years. And once I stopped reaching out, it died naturally. Other friends I had a talk with and clearly expressed what I expected of a friendship. And we both came to terms that this is not something they can provide. And a few people of friends I have realized I don't really like. I was only friends with them because they gave me a certain status. Now I'm more alone than I've ever been. I maybe meet a person once every two weeks, if not three weeks. But that's okay. It gives me time and space to become friends with the most important person in my life, myself. Or the person of me that I've been trying to hide. I still don't know how to make friends. I don't know if I'll ever have real friends again, especially the kind of friendships that give me what I need without me having to put in the work or effort. But I'm also done feeding my narcissist with fake attention and fake recognition and status. Of course it hurts right now, because being alone and deprived of social contacts and attention is something I need to get used to. But I'm getting better at this. As I've mentioned before, I will wrap up this season next week. And I want to give my listeners the opportunity to anonymously ask me questions, which I will then answer. 
I'll put the email addresses and my social media profiles in the notes for you to reach out. All questions I've received by May 10th will be responded to. I'm looking forward to it. See you next week.